Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's podcast guest, but let's give a shout out to our podcast partners, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are all great organizations. You should check them out. And now, please don't fast forward. Take three minutes and listen to our sponsor announcements. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that highlights your school's top performers, both past and present, from athletics, academics, and the arts. But Wall of Fame is so much more than that. It's an extensive content program that helps you uh, tell more compelling stories to your stakeholders and better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com to check out their products. And when you're ready to buy, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake and get 5% off. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the way athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content. And if you go to gipper.com, you can find out how to do it in seconds on any device and without any design experience. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo of their indoor scoring tables and video boards. It's one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Sign up today. We also, <clears throat> we also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Huddle is going to provide your school, your coaches, your teams, and your athletes with the tools that they need to play at the highest level. You can find it all at huddle.com. Join the 6 million users uh, and turn your school into a huddle school. That's huddle.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to sell tickets to all of your events, not just athletics, but things like school plays, school concerts, dances, even graduation. They'll take you through the entire process and every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the parent company for an entire suite of platforms, including Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Manage, and of course, Snap Raise, their fundraising platform that we've used with great success, and you can too. Snap Raise even has an option where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anyone else does that. Go to snapraise.com and get started today. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Final Forms is going to help you prepare for your best season ever. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake. They're going to show you whether you're an athletic director, an IT professional, or a school administrator, um, how to better serve your stakeholders, your coaches, and you as an administrator. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake to find out more. That's finalforms.com slash Jake. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by LifeTrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear back from uh, that 2%, uh, the squeaky wheel parent, or maybe a frustrated athlete. And we need to hear from them so we can affect positive change in our program. But you also need to hear from the 98% that really love and support your program. And that's where uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to help you create a custom survey for your school that'll allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right here in Florida today, and we're going to be visiting with Evanita Omensetter. She is the assistant principal, and she oversees athletics 
at HB Plant High School. That's in Tampa, Florida, in Hillsborough County. Uh, she's also a member of our FIAAA uh, board of directors, and she's the representative uh, for District 10. Uh, and she's very busy, so we're going to jump right into it. Evanita, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you, Jake. Thanks for having me. Well, we're excited to hear what's going on in Hillsborough County, so let's jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, uh, obviously high school and, and college days. Uh, maybe stop there. We'll take our first break, and then when we come back, we'll uh, hear about your early career. But what's the Evanita Omensetter origin story? Um, so I am Samoan. Um, so I come from Samoa. I moved here to the States in uh, 1988. Um, did high school here in Tampa. I went to Robinson High School. Um, I played sports, volleyball and basketball. Um, I loved volleyball, so I was able to get a scholarship and an opportunity to play in college um, doing volleyball. Um, so that's the Evanita Omen Center <laughs> beginnings. Let's let's uh, go back a, a, a little bit. Uh... You know, you, you're born in Samoa, but, you know, you, you came to the United States. You know, was that a uh, an easy transition? You know, were there some challenges? You know, having never gone through that experience, I have no idea. So what was it like for you to, you know, move to an entirely new country? I mean, it wasn't too bad. My, uh, my dad was military, so we moved around a lot. Um, it was probably every two years we moved. So transitioning wasn't so bad because I was used to moving. Um, I think the one place where I've stayed in the longest is here in Florida because I went to high school here and then decided to stay here and go to college here. I went to uh, Barry University in Miami. Uh, that's where I got my bachelor's. And then I got my uh, master's from Nova University. Mm -hmm. So Florida is the longest place I've been. <laughs> Well, uh, again, Robinson High School, you know, for people in Florida, you know, very familiar name, you know, very, you know, historic, successful program. You know, what are some experiences from your high school days that still stick with you today as a uh, athletic director at a, a big high school like Plant? Um, the coaches um, and uh, the administrators that were there, um, the principal played kind of a vital role in my adjusting, my adjustment period. Um, he was very kid friendly, right? Um, the athletic director was kid friendly. Um, I didn't expect to, because I came in as a junior, I didn't expect them to know me by name and to know who I was, right? I was, to me, I was going to be another kid in school. Um, but those two administrators were really good about getting to know their athletes and always talking to us about the importance of school. My coaches played a vital role in kind of how I grew up, right? Um, I think here in Florida, a long time, Jan Bennett is a popular name for basketball. I think a lot of people know who Jan Bennett is. And Jan Bennett was instrument. He was basketball, boys basketball. But he played like so much as in a part of my life as far as, you know, helping me to grow, not only as a coach, because I watched what they did. So my coaching style after I left school, I kind of took from my high school coaches and my college coaches. Yeah, I, again, we'll talk more about mentors, uh, you know, in our next segment, but uh, so important to our development uh, in the roles in AD. Let's go and jump to college. Uh, you know, you were a successful high school athlete, got recruited. You know, what sort of experiences from those days are still with you today as an athletic director? So I went, it was kind of a long about route for me. Um, I started at Rollins College, um, my freshman year of college, right? Um, and at the time I played, it, it was great. I had a good freshman season, but there was a sophomore class ahead of me that was much better than me. So my coach asked me to redshirt the next year. Well, we know how those works, right? Sometimes you're redshirted with money and redshirted without money. So they were going to redshirt me without money. So I came home. Right. Um, I came home and I just kind of did school. I didn't do anything. I didn't play volleyball. didn't do anything other than school. And then when I decided to transfer to Barry to finish out my degree, it was just luck. I was in a, my English class got canceled. I went to the gym 
I started playing and the volleyball coach picked me up from there. <laughs> so those playing days were, were very different. I was an older student at the same time, but those coaches, like they meant, they helped to mentor me and grow me as a person. Um, the discipline that I got from playing athletics, it's probably what drives me today to be disciplined in doing the work that I do as an athletic director. Uh, again, the timing uh, can never be overemphasized. You know, the thing has got to be the right timing. Great stuff. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Evanita Omensetter. She's an assistant principal and director of athletics at HB Plant High School here in Tampa, Florida, also on our FIAAA board. We're going to take our first break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our friends at Vital Science Wall of Fame. Vital Science Wall of Fame. Uh, they've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Um, Vital Signs Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that highlights your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and in the arts. But Wall of Fame is so much more than that. It's an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories about your school and help engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com to check out their products. And when you're ready to purchase, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get 5% off. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today. We also want to thank Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds. You don't need any design training. Go to gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting today with Evanita Omensetter from Plant High School in Tampa. Uh, Evanita, you kind of took us up through those college years. Um, what were some of your early uh, teaching and coaching jobs that kind of helped pave the way for your becoming uh, a director of athletics? Um, so because athletics has always been a part of my life, I was looking for something to be involved in. Um, believe it or not, I actually did not want to be a teacher. Um, I wanted to coach, but I didn't want to be a teacher. Then not putting the two and two together that you are a teacher when you're coaching, right? Um, so I got hired on as a coach only um, when I first started. So, and I was coaching volleyball. Um, after coaching volleyball, I was asked to teach that it would be much better if the coach was on campus versus off campus. Um, my degree was in sports medicine. Um, so I'm an athletic trainer by trade. Um, but prior to that, I took enough math courses because I was an engineering major. Um, so when I was asked to teach, they told me to take the math exam. <laughs> so I took the math exam um, and I taught math. So for the first 10 years of my career, I was in the classroom teaching math before I even, you know, broached becoming an administrator. Um, again, one of the principals said to me, hey, you need, you'll make a good administrator and so forth. Why don't you go and get your master's degree in ed leadership? And so I did. Um, so kind of the things that I've, you know, come up along the way, somebody has said something to me that, hey, we see this in you, try this, right? Um, so that's how I got into administration. But coaching volleyball, I coached volleyball for 16 years. Um, and then not just in high school, but I also did club. Um, and I always coached. I, I've, I've never not coached until I became an administrator where they said I could no longer coach. <laughs> um, and so I no longer coach because they said I couldn't. Um, and, you know, I couldn't be an administrator plus coach. So that's how I got into the administrative role. But athletics has always been a part of my life. Um, when I first started administration, I couldn't get um, an assistant principal for administration job, which is the side that covers athletics. So I kind of had to go the roundabout way. I became an assistant principal for curriculum. 
So I did that for two years first before I moved into this athletic director role. Um, I am in my sixth year. Um, prior to that, I did the curriculum for two years. And prior to that, I was just the Dean of Students. So this is my 13th year in administration. Um, it's a long time, <laughs> um, but I've always been that athletic person. And this is such a bad and old term, so to speak, but I am that jock, you know, <laughs> but it's no, we're no longer called that. It's a stereotypical term, right? So I try not to use that, but I am that person. Like if you don't find me at school working, I'm at some sort of sporting event that I enjoy. And I enjoy just about every kind of sport that there is. Uh, I, I'm kind of secretly, not so much secret since I'm talking about it. I'm secretly glad that you, you know, see yourself, you know, as a jock. Cause I would use that term um, almost every opportunity I could. And I would let people know, yeah, I'm a jock, but I'm not a dumb jock. And, uh, you know, again, obviously in your case, you know, engineering degree, um, all those different uh, roles that you had prior to becoming an AD. Let's go and talk about that a little bit. Um, dean of students. I spent a couple of years as a dean. I really loved it. Uh, or let me rephrase that. I really liked being a dean. I loved being an athletic director. That's why I came back to being an AD. Uh, you had experience over curriculum. Uh, what's a lesson or two that you took from those roles that, again, you see playing out now in your job as an assistant principal over athletics? Uh, anything come to mind? Probably my relationship with kids, right? As as dean of students, you, typically you see kids when you're disciplining them, right? Um, but very rarely do you see those kids that are the good kids, so to be, right? They're, they're, they're called the good kids. So I tried to build relationships with both. Kids who were successful in the classroom, in sports, and kids who were discipline issues, right? But even those discipline issue kids, they're not really disciplined. It's, they need growing, you know, growth. They need growth. So to me, I looked at that as always the opportunity to grow the student, right? So my relationships with them were very important, not only as a dean. And then when I became the curriculum person, I was looking at their schedules. How do I schedule them correctly, right? How do I schedule teachers so that our kids are successful. So there's never been a spot in those three things from Dean to curriculum to athletic director where I haven't dealt with kids. Um, and honestly, Jake, I prefer to deal with kids than adults. <laughs> um, because kids you can mold, you can still mentor, you can help grow them. Sometimes our adults, while you can mentor and so forth, they're set in their ways. So you can't always get that change out of them. Versus with kids, I think that's where it's more impactful that you can change something for them or you can help change, you know, the, the route they take um, and, and just that growth in them. So I, I just I love dealing with kids. Uh, well, you probably saw me smiling while you were sharing that. Uh, that's the irony of becoming an athletic director. You know, as a coach, you're dealing with kids, but as an AD now you're dealing with coaches, uh, you're dealing with parents and, uh, again, it, it, it all works out, but, uh, yeah, the working with kids, certainly the best. I think that's why we all that get into education, uh, do so for the chance to work with kids. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Evanita Omensetter. She's the assistant principal over athletics at HB plant high school, uh, right here in Tampa, Florida. We're going to take another quick break, but please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast we want to say thanks to sideline interactive for their support go to sidelineinteractive.com check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards one of the best purchases i ever made as an ad was our sideline interactive score table uh it's tremendously versatile we use it for home games we use it for pep rallies we also use it for signing ceremonies and the customer service is just outstanding Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and boards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Um, Huddle is going to provide your coaches, your teams, your athletes, the tools they need 
to succeed at the highest level. As a football coach, I used huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. Hey, Jake, we're a huddle school. All of my coaches actually have huddle here on campus. Now, um, at my school, uh, again, we were a huddle school, and um, I was really impressed with how well they served all of the sports, you know, you know, our gym sports, volleyball and basketball now on the field. What's been your experience with huddle? Um, it's been great. The, the coaches, it's a great tool, not just for the coaches, but also for our student athletes. Right. Um, and these days it's social media that's pushing our student athletes and kind of um, advertising them. So the coaches put those clips together, you know, along with the students so that they're able to push, put themselves out there. Um, and Huddle does a great job as far as stats. Um, it, it's time saver for our coaches. Um, so a, a lot of them still like to do the old school. I'm going to watch the film and go through the stats myself, right? But we do have quite a few of them that are using um, the stats, the assist that comes with it. So it, it's been great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I came into Huddle as a coach um, later in my career. And I was very skeptical, and it's gotten so much better from then. But uh, as I got into it, I'm going, wow, you know, uh, where was this? You know, where would you and I have been back in our high school days if our coaches had, had Huddle? Oh, it would have made all the difference in the world. <laughs> anyway, thanks for sharing that. Um, let's go and um, talk about mentors. You kind of hinted. Um, in our earlier uh, segments about some of the people that have helped you along the way. And none of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the mentors that you have had or maybe continue to have in your career? So early in my high school career, um, the two, the principal I talked about was Doug Irwin and my athletic director at the time was Don Wolf. Those were the two in high school that kind of helped push me um, not just to understand athletics, but uh, to also the academic side of things and to help mold me to who I am today. Um, the coaches I mentioned, Jan Bennett, who was a boys basketball coach, tremendous. Like, um, and he was, he, he was tough on me. Um, he used to call me the throw and Samoan because I guess here in Tampa, the Bucks had a um, quarterback. Uh, Jack Thompson, I think is the name of the quarterback. So Absolutely. he would call me throw in Samoan. So that was like his nickname for me when I was in high school. But then throughout um, and, and later on, when I get when I got married, I didn't even realize he coached my husband. So that was one of those, you know, like coincident things like, you know, three people so forth, like you're, you're separated by three degrees, right? And so I found out he coached my husband in high school. So it was kind of coming full circle if you you know what I mean with that part of it um Dave Brown is the current principal at um, Robinson High School he hired me um to be an administrator he's part of who drove me to kind of go that route and as I got into um the administration portion Lauren Otero was you know instrumental in in teaching me right she taught me a lot about what i know today um lannis robinson who is our county athletic director has been has known me as a coach and you know as in the classroom and then coaching and now as an administrator they've been instrumental in kind of driving my journey in the athletic director um, portion um and when i was coaching a gentleman by the name of Oscar Gonzalez was the athletic director at the time, and he he made me work. Um, he made me do things for athletics as a whole in helping him with the, the role. And that's where I picked up learning how to do all of the things that athletic directors knew. Um, so I decided that that's the route I always wanted because athletics was always a part of my life. Um, that was the route that I was going to take in the administrative side of things. Um, but Lauren Otero was probably the most instrumental in helping to teach me what I know today. 
Uh, Lauren Lannis, certainly, you know, huge names you know, here in Florida and nationally, you know, Lannis being, um, you know, NIAAA president, Lauren currently serving on the NIAAA board and Jack Thompson. I actually grew up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, you know, Oregon and ended up going to high school in the state of Washington. And uh, Jack Thompson was, uh, I think, a year older than me and played coll collegiately at Washington State University. So I, I very much know who the throwing Samoan uh, you know, <laughs> is. Okay. Very cool. That's a great nickname. Um, speaking of NIAAA, um, we always like to talk about um, the leadership training program. Uh, because it is such a valuable experience for athletic directors. You, you've been doing this for a while, uh, but we get a lot of younger ADs or ADs that are newer to the profession. And I think it's important to highlight, you know, that uh, ongoing professional development. So if you could share where you're at with your NIAAA journey right now. Um, so I've started, I've taken several courses. Um, I think I've picked up most of the 500 level um, and in fact, you know, being on the FI AAA, it's kind of, we're heading in that directions where they are asking us to complete our CAA. Um, I'm working on that. I've actually completed the application. I just haven't done anything with the application yet. So it's a matter of me submitting it and taking that exam so that I can do it. Um, and right now it's kind of, in process, it's completed. I just have to sort out where I gotta send it. <laughs> um, I've taught um, workshops. Last year was the first year that I taught a workshop at the conference. Um, Lannis Robbins and this Robinson, I always remember this when he says to me, to be better at something, you gotta face your fear, right? I don't like to talk in front of people. I don't like to present, believe it or not. Um, last year, he asked me to go ahead and do it. So I presented at the at the workshop and he goes, I'm just trying to make you better. Um, and so I did it. And, you know, it's not, I'm not as fearful <laughs> as I was getting in front, but it is a lot to just kind of get in front and talk in front of your peers. Um, I'm You're kind of putting yourself out there, right? Here with you, it's just me and you. I can, I can, I can, I can talk right? in front of people. It's a whole different story. Um, but that's how kind of my journey is going. So I'm, I'm starting to do the things to kind of drive me to get there. I attended my first conference in Nashville last year, um, which was great. I, I took a class. I also took an LTI course up there. Every opportunity I get, I take an LTI course. Um, I've done several of them online. Part of the reason why I do the online is because I can do it on my time, right? They, they give you that window that you have to get it completed. Um, so I use that window like so that I can get the course completed. So I've, I've, I've done several of them. Um, and part of that, Jake, is because I'm a nerd. You know, <laughs> we talked about earlier about being that jock. Um, my background is engineering courses, sports med. So I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd. Like I, I like to learn. Um, and if I can steal something from you, an idea, I'm going to, right. Cause that's how I make myself better. Um, every time I go somewhere when I see something and if I could use it here at plant, I steal it, you know, Harry Wong, <laughs> I didn't learn how to be a teacher. So I had to take those courses and Harry Wong would say, good teachers copy, great teachers steal. You steal and borrow and beg and make it your own. So that's kind of what I do with everything related to athletic to athletics. Wow. Um, I, I sat through a number of uh, Harry Wong uh, seminars as a younger teacher. Uh, so there's another connection. You don't hear that name mentioned uh, too often, but uh, yeah, absolutely. He, uh, you know, uh, some great, great stuff for, for classroom management, et cetera. Um, talking about um, CAA. So you've fulfilled the requirements. So now you got to send in that personal data form. You got to set a date. We're recording this for our listeners. We're doing this in March. Uh, so you got plenty of time to get signed up to take the exam at the FIAAA conference uh, in May. I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> I've said that for the last three months now, uh, since um, being in Nashville, I was like, 
I really need to submit this because it's completed and I, I meet all the qualification. It's just having to push that button that I haven't done. Well, as you get, as it gets closer to May and for any of our listeners too, uh, you know, you've heard me say this before. I was on the NIAAA certification committee for many years and love to work with um, uh, athletic directors who are getting ready to take the test as far as the review material. So, uh, you know, please, you know, uh, shoot me an email. We'll get you connected with all the review stuff and uh, you're going to go in. You'll do it anyway, but you'll go in and, uh, and ace that exam. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Once again, for our listeners, uh, our guest today is Evanita Omensetter. She's the assistant principal over athletics at HB Plant High School in Tampa, Florida, also a member of our FIAAA board. Uh, we're going to take another break. I know that's shocking to our regular listeners, but uh, please stay with us. Quick commercial shout out, and then we'll be back with more on the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our good friends at Snap Mobile for their support of the podcast. Go to snapraise.com. That's the landing site for an entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and of course, Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We've used Snap Raise with great success, and you can too. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else offers that. Go to snapraise.com and find out all the ways that Snap Mobile can help you as an athletic director. That's snapraise.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets online for all of your events, not just athletics, but things like school plays, concerts, school dances, even graduation. As they're helping you set this up, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's going to stick with you to provide hands-on support. They'll be with you every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Evanita, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you've seen in your career? Maybe these are initiatives that you've brought to, to plant um, that you would consider best practices, you know, things that you're particularly proud of at your school. Uh, do you have anything that comes to mind? I think my organizational skills is probably at the top of that list. Um, because I deal with more than just athletics, I have to be well organized in order to um, communicate out information, make sure that our coaches are doing what they need to do, that our student athletes are on um, academically sound. Um, so being able to organize everything in compartments and then um, disseminate that information. Um, I have, I've built myself a team, right? So um, it's my first year here at Plant, so I'm building that team slowly. But in my former school where I was at, I had a team of people that helped me. Right? I had somebody that was able to help me schedule the gym schedule for space, right? Because we're so landlocked here, space is um, high commodity here. So whether it's practicing in the gym, out on the field, or you know who's in the cafeteria, because that's space that we use for practice. So I've kind of built my army so that they help me schedule those things and so that I'm a little bit more organized. Um, we share a calendar. Um, I have a folder for my coaches that I share every file that they need so that they're not always running up to my office and asking me. Um, it's, it's in a folder. They can always find it in a folder. And, uh, you know, where a lot has transpired in the few years where you went from paper, pencil and file folders, where now you can actually put those folders online and it's accessible to them immediately. Um, so those things are nice that technology has kind of helped to organize me. Um, communication, key. Like you've got to get information out when you need to get it out. Coaches need to be talking to you about what they need. Um, 
if something happens so that you're not blindsided, you know, that it's something that you've got to deal with, whether it's with a student athlete or a parent that's, you know, coming in to either voice their concern or tell you something good, right? Because it works both ways. Um, you, you've got the parents who are happy with what you're doing and you've got the parents who aren't happy with what you're doing. But I think the biggest thing that I'm probably proud of the most is curb appeal, right? It's that whole theory of um, you look good, you, you feel good, you play good, right? Type of thing. Um, we have done some things here for the school where the curb appeal is nice. Um, you, you've got some banners up, you've got, um, you know, announcements are made for kids and um, we do signing day, like we've done things for kids for sign, right? signing day and, and like I make banners for kids on signing day. It's got their name on it, their school that they're going to, right? And it's something that they can keep and it's, it's something small, but they appreciate it and it's, it makes them feel good. So I try to make them feel good and look good so that they play good. <laughs> um, so that, that's, that's been a big thing here that I've come to kind of dress up as I'm here, but not just on the athletic side, um, but because I'm in charge of facilities as well, facilities falls under my responsibility. I've done that school-wide. So the curve appeal is not just in the athletic facilities, it's school-wide. You know, you get the doors frosted with your logo on it. You know, um, there's the patio, you dress up the patio so that when the kids are out there eating lunch, they're looking at nice things and hopefully they don't destroy it, right? And so <laughs> that, that's, the, that, that's the whole thing of like, you look good, feel good, you play good. And typically kids tend to take care of things when they feel good about their school, right? So I try to make them feel that way so that they take care of things because this is their home away from home. Uh, again, uh, you you and I are just so eye to eye on this. Uh, I, I use that a number of times with principals, parents, coaches, et cetera. You know, you you look good. You know, you feel good. You play better. You know, for you know, hey, we need new uniforms. We need to dress up our campus. Um, it's very cool stuff. You know, you talked about the curb appeal. Um, I don't know who coined this phrase, but I'm hearing it more and more and more. Uh, they say that athletics is the front porch of the school. You know, it's what people are going to notice first. And it's, it's very, very true. You know, it sounds like you're doing a great job there at Plant. Um, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more about some of the things you do at Plant, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Um, probably through email. Um, because sometimes text messages, kiss with the multiples that I get, they kind of get buried. Um, email becomes my to-do list. Um, and that that's part of my organizational skill, right? When it comes to me in email, it becomes my to-do list. So I go and I, I try to answer every email within 48 hours so that they've gotten a response from me. Um, leaving me a message, that's the probably the last thing I get to is the actual school phone. So um, email is probably the best way to get a hold of me so that they can pick my brain. And I'm, I'm willing to share. Right? I will share whatever I have to help somebody else because it's not really mine, right? I stole it from somebody, so to speak, right? Because I, I was using Harry Wong, right? I, I steal things so that I can get better. So I'm willing to share whatever it is that I have to help somebody. Well, uh, uh, again, um, Evanita's information is on the NIAAA portal, but if you can go and share that email address now, and then we'll do it again at the end of the podcast. Oh, so it's really long because my name is long. Um, so I will spell it out. My first name is Evan. It's my first name dot last name at hcps.net. So I'll spell it out. Right? It's E-V-A-N-I-T-T-A dot omensetter, just like it sounds, O-M-E-N-S-E-T-T-E-R at hcps.net. Okay. And again, we'll do that at the end of the podcast. And it's also on the NIAAA portal for our NIAAA members. Uh, Evanita Omen Center, uh, we're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast.
We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Final Forms is going to help you prepare for the best seasons that you've ever had. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile apps. Uh, they have reminders for parents about policies, deadlines, physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with things like attendance and communication and their own certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes, somebody who gets it. For more information, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational 80 Podcast. Evanita, one of our uh, original uh, talking points uh, revolves around this idea of uh, toughness. Uh, the example that I use, uh, when I was in high school 100 years ago, uh, our coaches would say things like, come on, you got to be tough, or come on, Jake, you know, you got to suck it up. And I think we kind of knew what they meant, and we did it. Uh, in the many years since then, uh, we have learned much better ways to teach and coach uh, our young athletes, but I still feel toughness is a valuable trait. So here's my question. How can an athletic director or a coach help uh, a Generation Z kid to develop toughness while also being aware of the very real challenges that kids today are, are facing that I never had to go through back in the seventies. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Um, it's hard, right? Um, I've never been warm and fuzzy. Um, I grew, I grew up just like you did, right? Coach said, did it. And you went and did it. Um, and generation Z, as we know it these days, sometimes when you say to them as a coach, go do it, they look at you and say, no. <laughs> um, and I've never heard that before, um, but it is kind of part of our routine these days. Now, yes, granted, a lot of our kids do not face, well, we didn't face what they face today. The social media pressures, you know, being liked and that kind of thing. So mental, mental health plays a lot into the toughness portion of it. Um, my role as an athletic director is the relationship that I build with kids, right? Um, from at the beginning of our podcast, I talked about, I think that was the biggest thing that kind of has influenced me is I like to work with kids. So part of that means you get to know them, right? It's not just what's your name, how are you, what grade are you in, and okay, you're on track to graduate, right? It's about how's it going, how's it going at home, how are things, how do you feel? Um, so, and I think if you show, and just with anybody, but mostly kids, especially kids, because that's those are our customers, are the kids, right? And if you show the kids that you care about them, they're more apt to talk to you, right? And then they're more, they, they receive the message that you're trying to give them better because now they trust you. So you kind of, you know, work through getting them to trust you so that you build that mental toughness capacity in them um, as they move through their high school career. Um, it's hard, but today it's very different than it was you know, years past, years past, we didn't have to, this wasn't mental toughness and mental health was not part of our, um, of our duties, so to speak, right? But now we have to consider all of it. Um, and just like we tell kids all the time, be careful what you say, you don't know what somebody is going through. We also have to do that part. We have to be careful about what we say, how we say it, because we don't know what they're going through. Um, so getting to know them and building that rapport, uh, to me, lends into helping them be tougher, right? You're helping that resilience by getting to know them because now they trust you and they are taking the advice that you're giving them to get them there. Um, so it's, it's a lot of talking, right? It, it's a lot of talking to them. It's a lot of talking to them in the hallways not just when you see them at practice or not just when you see them in the game, you talk to them when they're walking the hallways. That way they say, oh, wow, 
she really does care about us. She's asking us about other things other than just football or other than just wrestling. Um, so that way they see you in a different way, not just as the athletic director, um, they see you as a human, right? And part, a lot of people forget that we are human, right? And so helping them to understand that human factor to me lends to helping them become better resilient and tougher in what they have to do. But I I am not warm and fuzzy. When I tell you I'm not warm and fuzzy, Jake, I am not warm and fuzzy. They know that I'm not warm and fuzzy. They're gonna, you know, I'm I'm firm in how I tell them and how they have to do things. Um, but they get it and probably more so than the adults. Kids get it better, right? And when I talked about that at the beginning, where I I would like to inspire kids to do the things that they've never done before, right? And in order to do that, you have to develop those relationships and that rapport with them. No, absolutely. You know, the whole time you were talking, uh, I was just the phrase that kept going through my mind. Uh, again, I think the football coach from the 70s and 80s, Frosty Westering, uh, coined this phrase, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Uh, and there's a lot of ways to show as a coach or as an ED that you do care. Uh, you you don't have to be, you know, that quote, warm and, and fuzzy person, but you said it, kids can tell if you care, uh, you know, you can be that whatever cliche you want to use, hard nose, you know, tough, old school, you know, coach or leader. Uh, but people, they need to know that you actually care about them, that you're there to support, um, you know, great stuff, you know, really, really great. This has been really cool spending some time with you and get to know you a little bit, you know, finding out those, uh, you know, connections that we seem to have, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Uh, you certainly have a, a long experience in uh, athletics uh, as an athlete, as a coach, as an AD, but we're going to take our final break and hear from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor the AD Toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Evanita Omensetter is going to put into her new Athletic Director Toolbox. So please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic department. Athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, that uh, squeaky wheel parent, or maybe a frustrated athlete, and we need to hear from them so we can affect positive change in our program. But you also need to hear back from the 98% that really love and support your program, and that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com, and they're going to show you how they can set up a custom survey for your student-athletes, your coaches, or your parents that's going to give you that valuable feedback. Go to athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys, let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Evanita Omensetter. She's the assistant principal over athletics at HB Plant High School in Tampa, Florida. Also a member of our FIAAA board of directors. Uh, Evanita, you know, you certainly shared your expertise with us in the world of athletics. But right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items? are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? So I think the first thing is what Lannis Robinson taught me my first year, the 30-60-100 rule, right? In your first year, you change 30%, right? You're, you're brand new and don't make drastic changes because people will revolt, right? So you just do 30% your first year. The second year you can do 60% and then the third year you can make that change to 100% to the way that you want things to be. Um, so start slow. That would be my first thing that I give a new um, AD is 30, 60, 100 rule. Okay. Um, the second thing I would tell them is you need to take care of you. Right? Um, athletics, it's a lot. 
and we like to take care of others it's in our nature but you gotta remember you right because if you don't take care of you you can't take care of everybody else so that would be the second thing that i would give them and then lastly um we talked about it a little bit is that you just got to be organized and prioritize what comes first right in that first year most of us are kind of swimming, right? Figuring out what to do, how to do it, when to do it. But if you're organized and you prioritize your task, it gets easier. And when year two rolls around, it'll be easier. Um, so just be organized. I think those would be my top three that I tell a new AD in their toolbox. Well, um, we, we've heard the, the 30, 60, 90 a couple of times. And I think that's probably one of the more challenging things for uh that new ad uh to to buy into you know you come in and even a veteran ad uh you know you come into that new job and you know oh well you know we did this differently or you know we can do that better and it's just so tempting to jump in but at the same time you know to your point uh you need to wait you need to watch you need to get to know people great great point and uh, again, I'm a big believer in that self-care, you know, uh, you know, finding that um, and it's never a balance, but finding that balance between, you know, work and home and everything else. Great, great stuff. Um, one more time. And I know it's long. Uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Um, probably through email. It's uh, my to-do list, like I said. So my email address is evanita, E-V-A-N-I-T-T-A dot omensetter, just like it sounds, O-M-E-N-S-E-T-T-E-R at H-C-P-S dot net. It becomes my to-do list. And like I said, I'm willing to share what I have, what I know. Um, I don't mind doing that at all. I actually lead our newer um, athletic directors group here in Hillsborough County. Um, so I'm, I'm willing to share the well. So, uh, again, and for our, our listeners, uh, Evanita's information is also on the NIAAA portal. Um, Evanita Omenzetter, thanks so much for sharing with us today on the Education Lady podcast. All the best uh, with the spring season, which is upon us. And uh, we will definitely uh, look to connect at the FIAAA conference in May. Thank you so much, Jake, for having me. I oh, appreciate you taking time. I know it's very busy for you. For our listeners, um, we do this just about every day and the episodes get uploaded to the Education Lady podcast YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Uh, come back again next time for more best practices on the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Uh, remember our partners, uh, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, We Coach, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, and the Florida Coaches Coalition. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. Mm -hmm.